What is up, guys, and welcome to another episode of The Kickback. This is probably a special one. This is probably one of the... This is going to be one of the best podcasts we've done so far. I'm going to set the standards high. So, unfortunately, we have Jay who didn't... Or Jay's not coming on the show just because he had some stuff to take care of. But... He's scared of barbershops. Yeah. Those are... Uh, Jimmy doesn't know. Oh, actually, we just told him. There you go. So I was going to say, we have a special guest, besides Louie. He's been on the podcast before. What's up, guys? So we have a special guest. His name is Jimmy Tropicana, also known as Jimmy Ruiz. How you doing? What's up, guys? How you doing? So there's a lot to your name. It's not just Jimmy Tropicana. It's Holy Moly Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and make some noise for... Season one, episode two, champion, Jimmy Tropicana. And luckily... Did Colin McCarthy win that? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who's that on the phone? You tapped him in there? Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from San Clemente, California. You guys want to introduce him? You want me to... That's what I was going to say. Go for it. You were doing a better job than us. So, guys, let's, um, let's break this down. So... As we sit right now, we're at Tropicana Golf Club and Barbershop in the city of Glendora. Tropicana Golf Club and Barbershop is a barbershop-golf-shop hybrid, which has three barbers. And on the other side of the shop, we have golf apparel, golf equipment. And part of that apparel in the middle slot there is um, Nation Golf. Nation Golf is based out of Southern California. It's the classic vintage golf attire. And it is founded and ran by none other than the chairman of the board, Mr. Ryan Angle, on the other side of the telephone. How you doing, Mr. Angle? Did you guys get my W-9 so I could get paid for this? <laughs> I thought you were independent or, contractor, bro. It's a 1099. I just, I just want to make sure that my secretary got in touch with you guys before um, we get any further here on this I think, episode. I think all the paperwork is cleared. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're, well, then, yeah. How the hell are you guys? Yeah, we were wondering if we could just send you the seven dollars in cash, and we could just <laughs> bypass all the paperwork. You know? Do you guys have a Western Union? Account? <laughs> it's on its way. You Eliminate, can count on us. Eliminate the fees and all that. So, I was going to ask before we get all started. How did you guys come together? We came. Uh, why don't you answer how did, that? <laughs> how did it all start? I think. I think. Uh, you know. I was I was at the bar today after golf and I was talking to a good buddy of mine and, and he showed me some stupid video on the internet and we were laughing and I was like, you know, every now and then the internet really works, you know, like, like it's, it's beneficial and most of the time it's bullshit, but, and pretty much is destroying society. But, <laughs> but the few times, the few times that it does work, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I think Jimmy or myself, we, we stumbled across each other and obviously our, our, uh, our styles and, and kind of like our passions are, are very similar or aligned, so to speak. And so we got to chat and whatever. And then finally it was like, Hey, are you going to this fucking thing? And I'm like, yeah. I'm, oh, can I say the F word on here? Oh yes. Yeah. You are oh, okay. cleared for everything. Uh, everything and anything off. but and, and so and so anyways long story short we met up at this golf tournament and you know still before you meet someone you're like i don't know if this guy's cool or fucking what you know so i get there i just 
judge a book by its cover like you're not supposed to do and I go, All right, this guy's cool. <laughs> when you say the internet when you say the internet, you don't mean uh, an app called Grinder, right? No. No. <laughs> that, right, works, that works that works hundred percent of the time. Just making sure. Grinder works hundred percent of the time. Yeah, that was pretty good. He got you there. Definitely was <laughs> yeah. a grinder. I see the thing is it definitely this was last year, so yeah, yeah, I had been off a of grinder for at least two months. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real story. No, Ryan's right. There's there's different people that you see online and that you know they have a good personality and they're kind of funny and this and the other, and then you meet them and they're just awkward and they're a stick in the mud and and they totally blow the whole thing out. And it's like, dude, you're not even this real person. But uh, I think that we have, like you said, very similar styles and 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 we go about life kind of in the same direction and we value certain things that are important and uh you know it's easy to it's easy to be friends with and it's easy to work with somebody who who is you know like you because you see things the same way so that's the story uh that's the story behind us so how long has it been going how long have you guys known each other when was that ryan i i I mean god that was like two cut tourneys ago so two years ago two years ago yeah, we just instantly went to like, you know, Ryan's Ryan's got Ryan's very meticulous in in what he does. I'm, I, he, he's got great ideas. You know, he's like, oh, we could do it like this, and we could do it like this, and we can do it, and and I just like throwing ideas out to people, mm-hmm. and just like you know what they say, throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks. But he takes that shit and like paints it and and, <laughs> and makes it art, and he's like, this is the way we got to do it, and I go, fuck, all right, and then. And then we sell it, you know, and then we can we can sell it to people. But it's all it's only we only get involved with things that that we like, that we personally like, which, you know, is not really the way you're supposed to do business. You're supposed to sell things to consumers and to people of all makes and models. And, uh, you know, we're not really like that. We're just doing things that we believe in and the way that we would do it and the things that we would wear and things that we would drink and things that we would yeah. eat and smoke and whatever. So. I feel like when it comes to successful businesses, sometimes you just got to worry about the stuff that you know. Because sometimes people go out of the realm and they try to go and handle something that they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But it's easier just to tackle something that, you're familiar with, not just familiar with, but you have a passion for sure. it. So it doesn't just fizzle out. When you fake the funk, it, 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 it smells like shit. You exactly. Know? It really it really does. Sinatra did disco music in the 70s, and it was like, dude, stop it. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? This is terrible. Put on your suit. Take off the, the bell bottoms and, and, and get back to what you know. And that's what we do. We do what we know. We do what we like. And, and that's, uh, that's just part of it. That's, that's part of the... That's part of the plan. Yeah. So just to segue into, I guess, what, your latest, you know, thing that you guys are partnering up with, which yeah. is the beer. So it's called Beer 19. The, the golf, golfer's the choice. The golfer's choice. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's in quotes. So I haven't opened it up yet, but how uh, did this, uh, that's the best sound ever. Why don't you take your first drink on air there you and go. tell me what it tastes like. I'm a fucking beer in, just to let you know. That is one hell of a beer. Yeah, that's only he's only saying that because no, it was free. I was, I was <laughs> it tastes even better because it was free. But I was gonna say, um, how did all this get about, come about? Where you just said, you know, beer is is the because beer right now 
the beer craft beer community is just getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. So when was that time where both of you said, you know what, fuck it, we've been drinking everybody else's beer. How about we make our own? Yeah, Ryan, why don't you tell them how the whole beer well, nineteen came about? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, you know, Jim, Jimmy, and I, um, like I said, we we have similar tastes, and you know, as our as our friendship uh, transpired, it was like we got to we got to do something together, cool. And we've had some fucking really bad ideas too, you know. But <laughs> this, this uh, we'll I, get to those did, later. Ha, I'm we, curious we to hear those. Things, or we, I mean, just talking about stupid shit. But anyways, th- this came up, and it was like you know th- this whole fucking grow the game bullshit that everyone is pushing on everyone just to make a buck. <laughs> it, it, it like whatever. Uh, um, I, I think like you know from from my tournament that i host out in, in in the palm springs area every year and and just the core group of friends that i've witnessed like get into the game and and naturally just kind of you know expand their their kind of way of thinking of, of what golf is and and the whole idea of it and and it, it's a drinking game you know it's it's not we, we all get sucked into watching espn and listening to fucking you know these announcers and and watching uh golf on the tv on the weekend and these guys with caddies and lining up putts and being all serious and having their mental coaches and breaking their swings down but that's so fucking far from reality from what golf really is you know golf is is this big huge field that's out there for you to show up with your boys on a saturday morning fucking put your phone away turn some music on you know, enjoy each other's company, crack some beers, smoke some cigars, laugh at each other, fucking hosel rocking it right into the fucking driving range and <laughs> and, and get on with, with you know, it's, it's a break from reality. It's a fucking drinking game that no one's playing defense. You know, the ball is laying there. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? The, D it, didn't the ball show is up. fucking standing still. Like I think I, this I guy could, deserves an applause break right here. You know what I mean? I, I could beat I could beat someone who's wearing a fucking leotard, and, and I could be wearing a fucking uh, you know wool sweater with leather shoes. You know, it's like it's golf is a fucking drinking game, and so it, our whole thing was like, well, you know, everybody who golfs drinks beer, you know, and and there's just all these beers out there, and 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 the craft brew thing's cool because there's all these regional areas that make you know specific beers to their liking and customer base and area or what what have you but no one's really like been like hey this is the golfer's beer you know like i know like Michelob has touched on it and people have done little runs or you know you'll see a, a tap handle there but it's like fuck that we want to make a beer that actually does grow the game because it'll get everybody involved and and what's great about golfers is they're very habitual so like you know you, you go to a, a your, your nephew's t-ball game and you see a guy in the stands he's wearing his Titleist hat you know mm-hmm. on a saturday with his jeans on it's like he's not wearing it because he likes that hat he's wearing it so everyone <laughs> knows they, this guy fucks you know like, <laughs> like this guy fucks with golf you know yeah. so it's like and 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 dude so our whole thing is like okay how can we do you know expand this whole golf beer thing and bring everyone together because that's ultimately the goal is is to bring multiple golf communities together under this one blanket of beer 19 and uh you know we we, we've got some good ideas it's going to take some hard work and and a lot of 
logistics to figure it out. But man, the dudes at Aero Lodge, you know, teamed up with us as our first little joint venture and they're our homies and they knocked it out of the park with this first beer. We, you know, we, we wanted to make a cheap beer at first and, and these guys came along and was like, no dog, we're going to make Ferraris, you know? And yeah, and make it right. And they, and we didn't even want to at first. Then they made it, (laughs) handed it to us and you looked at the can you're like, fuck, that's a good beer, you know? And so it's, it's, it's all real exciting and we're learning a lot on the, along the way, but you know, I think our goal and, and, in the grand scheme of things is to just really bring the golf community together as one under this beer 19 label, you know, it's, it's growing. It's the quote unquote growing the game that everybody's trying to sell you, but we're growing it through it. Like this is the real way. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, through a t-shirt or a hat or a $240 sweater, you do it through, through friendship. You know, like if your friends are out there hanging out, what does it matter if you're playing golf or you're or you're playing lawn or you're lawn bowling? You're with your buddies and you're drinking beer. That is what ultimately grows the game and 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 makes totally. more people aware of it. So you drink it, and and when you see another guy at a bar drinking that beer, nineteen, you go, hey, wait a minute, that guy must play golf. Why why else would he be drinking that thing? You know, and and it's good to have an individual thing for an individual sport. I don't, I want to go to my deal's house on Saturday night and drink Modelo's. That's cool. But I, I don't want to drink Modelo's with, you know, other guys at the golf course. I want to drink beer 19 at the golf course and be surrounded by golf and have that whole thing and then go somewhere else and drink another beer, you know, or not. And just drink beer 19 and just put money in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was curious because I've never – I feel like this is a first when it comes to, like, being specific with a certain sport. 100%. And it's, it's different and it's cool because – you know, people, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, there's no one beer right. that's associated with that sport. Right. It's like, oh, I'm going to a football game, I'm drinking the No. Right. It's just that's the exactly same stuff. Right. It's a Bud Light, Budweiser, exactly. Modelo. Whereas golf doesn't really associate with that exactly. style. Exactly. Where it's considered, you know, a gentleman's game. And, yep. oh, no, there's no drinking going right. on and at a And if you look at the course. can, it's a classy can. And I don't want to share, not for nothing, but – you know, like, I don't want to share it with Raider fans that drink Bud Light. You know, yeah. like, I don't want to be drinking Bud Light on the golf course with, you know, the same beer that they'll drink tomorrow. At a Sunday. tailgate or at exactly. a... Exactly. Why can't I have something different for golf? Why can't there be something just for us? And that's what we're, we're hoping to accomplish all over the world. This is for golf, period. You know? What I, what I like about the beer is that I feel I feel like no matter what kind of, like, beer drinker you are whether you like the stronger stuff whether you like the lighter stuff this is like right in the sweet spot yeah, yeah. where it's like it's not too strong where you don't have it it's, it's not too weak you got that perfect kick especially for this group on the, on the kick bats exactly you guys don't like ipas exactly this is we're IPA. picky that's an tremendously IPA. picky Especially Jesse. Six of them is the uh, Ryan, right? Is that, that that's a perci- yeah perfect prescription? Three on the front, three on the front, three on the back. Yeah, and uh, tell your wife to come pick you up. <laughs> so <laughs> the 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 big picture of this, and I know we're you guys are just getting started with the beer, but what's like the big picture? Where and I know you kind of touched on it, where you know this is going to be the beer that represents golf. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, 
Where do you see this going, or where do you hope to see it going? You could tell. Well, us. I'm trying to imagine myself on my Learjet, like looking down <laughs> over the common people. You know, no, uh, d- uh, just pointing honestly, and laughing. Yeah. Losers. Yeah. yeah, look at those little guys down there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I think the grand ski, the the big the big goal is to is to like Jimmy said is to is to unite this worldwide. But I think what's really exciting is you know, th- th- for us this has been changing by the minute. You know, and and uh, we're we're just we're we're learning a lot as we go. But we we have a mission and and a goal and and an idea. You know, like we have the the what. You know, and and I think what's exciting is with this whole craft brew industry, how it's just completely blossoming nationwide, worldwide rather. You know, and but especially through the, throughout the states is is it's become this like very successful regional thing there you know some of them get big and get bought out and that that's cool and stuff but man you go everywhere and there's just there's people doing it there's people brewing beer and they got their own little touch on it and what's great is that you know there's lots of great golf communities out there you know like like in florida you know and north carolina and obviously new york and and michigan and oregon and obviously like palm springs here in the la area you know san diego obviously um you know arizona there's all these huge hubs of golf areas and within those hubs there's these great great breweries all over the place so it's exciting for us to to try and open up this venture and work with a lot of different different guys to to create different versions of beer 19 specific to those golf regions which in turn is just going to bring everyone together as you know like a beer 19 family member or soldier rather you know it's like um and and that's the big goals it's like dude we're we're all golfers let's 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 do this you know and 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 stick together and that's like i said that's how we're gonna grow the game you know so um i don't know i mean i i'm excited to to just every day talk with jim and and figure out where we're going next you know because it's it's uh it's it's such a such a fun idea for us constantly moving and and the other good part is that you know he's talking about these other breweries so imagine how cool it would be if if a brewery in Texas and a brewery in Nebraska and a brewery in Florida and one in New York and all these places that he said, everybody brewed their own. And now the community golfers that don't normally go to their brewery or don't know about their brewery. Now they're there. So now the brewery has new customers and now the golf community has places to go. And now they have this beer to bring them all together. So it's great for the beer industry. It's great for the golf industry. It's a win for everybody. It's a win for everybody. And to go all the way back, Ryan started this whole thing by saying, you know, the Internet's good for something. I'll tell you, 20 years ago, this would have never happened. It, we would, it, would have, it was Budweiser, maybe 25 years ago. It was Budweiser. There was no way for a little guy, a little brewery, to make its name known, but because of the internet, guys like us, guys like little breweries, can become world famous in 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 no time because it spreads so fast. Exactly. That's what I was going to mention. That a lot of businesses, it's it's just all about timing. Where you you hear crazy stories where like people have just been sitting on idea for so long, waiting for that perfect time. Yeah. 
And you guys hit the nail right in the head because you look at when it comes to this beer in particular, it's a perfect time where you see in the beer community uh, collabs going left and right. Everyone's trying to collaborate with someone right. or you know, someone over here. And then you look at the golf community where on Instagram or on Twitter, whatever the case may be, people are sharing their stuff left and right. So people know what's going on in exactly. the East Coast. People know what's going on on the West Coast. Yeah. And then sure enough, if you get it, st- uh, you getting it started here in the West Coast, people outside in the East Coast are going to start to see, hey. It's already you know, been on. It, the, like they've exactly. already hit us up on the East Coast and said, we want to bring this to the East Coast. Why? Because of the Internet. They know exactly. that it exists. They know. 25 years ago, this would have taken 10 years to spread to the East and Coast. so much money. And exactly. so much money. And now it's instant. You know, it's instantly there. Somebody shares it and they see it back there. They go, that's a genius idea. Let's bring it out here so that we can introduce it to the people here. You just had someone in like Tennessee too, like put up a sticker. I don't know. I mean, I think back in the day, I probably could have like tied some stickers or business cards or some pigeons or something. Flyers. (laughs) Print out a million flyers. Maybe not 10 years. I could have done it in like three. You You fly one of those those planes over the beach in Miami. (laughs) 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 You need a beer 19. (laughs) <laughs> tell us uh tell us a little Your bit about banners upside down <laughs> damn it god damn it <laughs> so the first thing we noticed when we looked at the beer it's nice white can cool design you know you get you got the you got the the uh obviously the the the, um, the green the butt the putting green on, right on there tell us a little bit about the design who who came up with that uh, Ryan did, so I'll let him. I'll let him tell you. Yeah, how he... um, I, I, you know, there's a lot of old vintage glassware with like a, a similar kind of scheme, you know, like a little like green and stuff, you know, and so I, I obviously got heavily inspired by some of some of that stuff. Um, one in particular that a, a customer of mine gave to me as a gift, get gave me a bottle of scotch with these these low ball glasses that had like a little golf design on it and i was like fuck that's cool so when jim and i first started talking i was just like dude i have this idea um and uh you know so i put it put it together and i kind of wanted like a little bit of that like classic um 60s cartoony look little like that simpsons kind of font on top you know with with like duff beer kind of like that cursive and then uh just a little bit of just kind of flair like um, you know, the hand-drawn kind of like 60s, I would say, um, advertising, yeah. Yeah. you know, look. But then other than that, real minimalistic, you know, like very just I love the plain white. And then obviously, you know, your beard ain't shit unless you got a gold top. So the gold yeah, top, the top is, 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 is the final nail in the coffin. And then after that, you, you put it in your fridge and, you know, you, you wait for someone's reaction when they open it up and they look and you just go, have you ever seen a fucking cooler can than that? And then they look at you and they go, no, I have not. <laughs> and, uh, um, so uh, no, I have Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's just a nice little humble brag. I'm going to pat myself on the fucking yeah, shoulder well right now. And, well and uh, but uh, I love it. I love that can- the look of the can. I think I think that obviously the juice is important but man that can sells itself well that's what everybody's doing now you know all these breweries the the big thing the can release is the art on the can you know like it's a very very important thing whereas in the past it was the same you know bud light had the same logo and the same can for 25 years now what's that it was just all generic yeah very generic so this is clean but it's also 
different. You know, it's it's very um, it's very retro and it's cool and it's easy to look at. And you guys, being non-golfers, do you know why it's beer nineteen and not? Got to be the nineteenth hole, right? Nineteenth exactly. hole. That's yeah. where all the drinking gets going. So right? you play eighteen yeah, holes of that. golf, and then nineteenth hole is the watering hole, and that that's that's, that's that was, what. That Nowadays, the 19th hole is you in the parking lot getting in an argument with your chick because she's like, where are you? Yeah. you know? And you're just like, fuck, I'm at the Zoom, baby. <laughs> and then the 20th hole is when you get home. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, I was going to say, back to the can and the art and all that, uh, even if you're not a big, a big beer drinker, a big uh, craft, you know, beer type of person the art is is very important because or even a golfer you don't have to do exactly it's so just, like it's eye-catching yeah like that's what i was gonna get to so when you see it you know there's some companies that have they try to go too big and there's like all this crazy shit going Looks on like a in the cartoon can- exactly and some Comic of it book some of it some people are like who are not that into it especially for me i'm like that's too much or that's yeah. too intimidating yeah. or I don't know what the fuck's going on in right, this can. Right. I don't know what I'm going to be drinking. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to pour it out. I don't know what the hell's going to come out of this thing. Right. Whereas you see this, it's simple. You see, oh, this is beer. You're not afraid it's, of it. Exactly. You want to grab it. You can take it and like you could, you know, bring it to a friend and you're like, oh, here, this is a new beer I saw. Right. And it's not like, well, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's not intimidating. Yeah, I saw one the other day, and I don't even know if I could say it. I don't care. It, it was called Demons and Dragons. Because that's what I do is, like, I look at beer cans all day long now. So, like, I saw this thing. It was Demons and Dragons, and it had, like, this skull and, like, this black devil on it. I go, who the, who the fuck would drink that? I'm scared of the can, let alone what's it. Who knows what's it? Probably blood is in yeah, that Battery shit. acid. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. unleaded gasoline. I'm not drinking that. This is, this is kind of just like it, it's calming. You know, it's calming in the sense that you're not afraid of it, and you kind of have an idea. Like, okay, this is for golfers. It can't be that crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if it was called Meth 19. You'd be like, shit, this is for meth heads. You know, then we're in trouble. Demons and dragons. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, you do heroin. I got an idea. Let's and- make a can that says shit and poop. You know. <laughs> So why is it a uh, why is it an IPA? Why not you know a blonde? Why not a you know any other type of beer? Why yeah. an IPA? Why not, right? You know, it's a good question. Uh, honestly, like we've never even even thought of limiting ourselves to any of that. I think the the, the goal from the get go was to have different versions and different flavors. You know, um, it just so happened that that the crew at Aero Lodge um, had their thumb on, on this recipe and it was really good. And for us, it's, it seemed like, you know, play, people, people tend to forget, but, but golf, playing golf is a privilege. You know, it's, it's not like um, you can just go out there and it's just this free rinky dink thing. It's like, no, this is this, it, it's, it's a privilege, you know, it, it and, and that's, I think that word gets thrown around nowadays with this negative word and it's, and it's not, it's like, we all work our jobs. We all live our lives and, and it's nice to treat yourself a little bit, you know, and, um, it, golf is treating yourself, you know, what, you know, whether you realize it or not. And so when it comes to the beer, it's like, what are you going to do? Put 45 fucking Coors lights in your bag. And carry it <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like that's, that's fucking crazy. Think about that. Like, that's crazy. 
It's hey. like, yeah, I got I got 36 fucking beers in my bag. Like, look, hey, have me another one. It's like, how do you even play, do you even play golf when you're drinking and pissing in the bushes all Every fucking Every four day? shots, you got to take a You know a what piss. I mean? So it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's make something that actually complements the game, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's a gentleman's game. Like, personally... I'd probably rather have a cocktail because I don't have to drink 15 of them. Right. You know? And so when it came to, to, to the, to that, we were right on board with Vic and the team. We were like, yeah, dude, the hazy IPA is perfect. It's, it's smooth on the palate. It's got punch. It's got the alcohol volume and, and you don't have to drink 14 of them. Right. You know, right. You can have a six pack on the course. Yeah. You take so you a six pack. You're all good. You yeah. Know? So you're not handing your bag to the cart guy with this evil look on your face. Like, yeah, I don't know why it's 345. <laughs> hey, Rudy, grab the 45 <laughs> beers, bitch. <laughs> that's right. You know, so, so it is. That's what, what that's exactly right. What he's saying is that golf is, is, is an upscale gentleman's game. No matter who wants to break that. Uh, mythology, it's tradition, or yeah, it, it, it's real. It's an upscale gentleman's game, and you grow, go out there, and and you're wearing expensive clothes, and you're playing an expensive game. Like bowling doesn't cost eighty eight dollars to tee off. No. Like yeah. it's you know ten dollars or whatever, and you wear and these hideous. You wear these shoes either. that five hundred people exactly. No, this is this is something that not everybody can do, and it's, it's going a, to stay yeah. like that because then it's it's an expensive game. So you don't want to go out there and drink. Cheap beer and look like an idiot. Drink something a little bit better. You deserve it. You deserve. You've worked all week long to go out and play eighteen holes with your friends, and you're gonna spoil it by getting drunk on this cheap beer and have a terrible. You're hangover. gonna play like shit regardless. Exactly. So might as well drink something good, and 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 look cool and and feel better, and you're not gonna be blown out drinking. Like he said, 45 beers and taking a piss every four shots. It's a nightmare, you know? Yeah. Like, that, that's... And you take one of these out, someone's going to see it and ask you a question. Yeah, it's a conversation piece, for sure. Especially when you got one of those buddies who, like, pees too much, you know? Fuck. I got one right here. Jesse it's just... A large, large prostate. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I think you need pills or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is large prostate Paul. <laughs> yeah, I think there's infomercials on the golf <laughs> after that. Give know? me that number, dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this is a golf problem, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the more, the more I think of it, think of it, and the more you guys talk about it, like this, it, it sells itself because you don't go and buy a Bud Light because they're not thinking of you golfing. Right. This beer is literally meant. the 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 thought of it was just, and you said it perfectly. You deserve it, yep. and I feel, that should even be on the can too, which is pretty cool. Where that would like. Be good. You literally you went all this way to you know go to the or go to the range and uh, spend time you know working on a shot or whatever and then going out getting swinging eight, uh, going to eighteen holes you deserve to drink a beer that had you in mind yeah exactly yeah. made for you yeah, exactly it was but, made but for Light, you. Budweiser Modelo, they didn't have you in mind no they didn't have a golfer drinking this out in the court no this beer has you in mind exactly. exactly. Which I think is really cool, especially I feel like the golf community isn't growing as fast as like uh, the beer community. No. But you do have new guys coming in every now and then. And I feel like the guys that stick, that stay and that they keep going. You know, I'm one of those guys who, who try it out every now and then and fucking suck ass. But 
it, it's still fun to go do. So I, I honestly think that this beer is like per- perfect for. Yeah, it, it's for the golf. kind of beer when you're at, if you're a golfer, if you're on hole nine, you hit the turn and you go to the bar real quick. Oh, I'm gonna go pick up a few beers, and you see they have the whole beer lineup set up with ten or fifteen other beers. And this is the one beer that has a green on it and a flag. And guess which you one you're drinking. Yeah, exactly. You can relate to it. And, you and go, it's not like cheesy that. either. Like it's, no, it's done it's well. Cool. It's, it's classy. And if you're a golfer, if you know golf or movies, it kind of reminds you of Caddyshack a little bit, too. Right. Totally. And so then it's kind of I a mean, nostalgic thing as well. And, you know, you know I mean, the, it. and then you see it's, yeah, oh, the, it's a good thing. The, the, the whole right here. It should be yeah, right. at this point. Here's your four dollars. Here's your four dollars, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thanks, Louis. I mean, the whole the whole ideology yeah, a, behind it is, it kinda is hits on like a bunch I of said, levels. getting the the golf community together and and everyone. You know, it's like you're. It's a special occasion. You know, when when you uh, you know back in the day when you would go visit a friend's house or for not a special occasion but a, a, an occasion more larger than a random visit. You know, you always bring a small bouquet of flowers for the lady of the house. You know, when you go to a, 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 a birthday for, for your friend's wife or something, you bring a bottle of champagne, you know, I like bring condoms. There's, there, there's all these old, <laughs> there's all these old gentlemen rituals, you know, that, that are lost in our society nowadays, you know, but, but when it comes to this, it's like, okay, you, you're going to play golf on Saturday with the boys. It's like, I'm going to stop by the store. I'm going to grab a sixer of fucking beer 19 and I'm going to show up with with just a sixer, you know, w- w- holding it like a like a like a precious child. In my <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it you is. know, yeah. pressed against me and under my arm, and it's like it's a badge of honor because it's like check this out. This is this is our beer for today. This right. is like a classy thing. This is a this is this is a special occasion. You know that's exactly. And, you and treat that, you treat your to friends to like. it. Yeah. So it's like you know we're we're trying to bring back that that golden era mentality of, of, of being a gentleman and, and doing that stuff. And that's, we're not saying don't party and be loose. Look, I always go back to Sinatra and Dean Martin and those guys, those guys wore tuxedos and fucking sent it, you know? And <laughs> it, it's like, you can get away with a lot when, when you're checking off the boxes, you know? Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to show up with fucking 36 Bud Lights with your sweatpants on and a hooded sweatshirt, it's like, fuck if i'm the cart marshal and be like beat it kid you know yeah. you're, you're out of here you know what i mean but if i roll up on guys looking like me and jimmy with beer 19 in their hands nobody's gonna say anything freaking oldies they're just gonna be like shit dog can i get one of those exactly you know? right and where'd you get the that difference man you know so we're, we're trying to just not grow the game we're trying to to grow the traditions right you know and 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 keep those intact and and educate this next generation of golfers who need it and yeah and, and bring it together i mean dude i i talk a lot of shit on the internet you know about <laughs> um golf fashion and and people people's brands that's and a shit you know? and, yeah that's a real and, and, I talk and i'm a lot not, of shit I'm on not gonna be able to sell i'm not gonna be able to sell my style of clothing to everyone and i get that i'm i'm not doing it for everyone i'm doing it for myself you know as selfish as that sounds because I love that era and I'm just going to do that shit to the day I die. Cause that's how my grandpa taught me. But you know, when it comes to the beer thing, it's like, man, now all the dudes who I disagree with and talk shit on in a loving manner, um, they can, we can all be on the same team, you know? So it's all good. And, yeah, and, uh, I think that, I think that proves the point that it truly does bring 
the the community together because it doesn't matter what you're wearing or what kind of guy you are you know if you're going to play golf with the boys we can all agree that we're going to enjoy a beer 19 that's the you truth. know and so i think that's the exciting part for us and we have this thing and we're we're so excited about it and we really don't know what what like what to do next every every minute of the day but we're having a lot of fun trying to figure it out i i like that because when when I think about golf and I'm trying to I'm curious to like your your guys's golfing background like how often are you guys go or how long you guys have been playing I feel, golf in my opinion is one of the most frustrating but addicting games I've probably ever played because you know when it comes to uh, football baseball basketball it, it might get frustrating every now and then but more often than not. You're going to be able to either rely on your team, rely on a you know a teammate, or whatever the case may be. When it comes to golf, you have no one to blame. That's exactly. But right. your damn hands and your arms and yourself. Yeah. You can blame which, your clubs. Yo, know, you can blame your clubs all day, but everybody it's not knows. your clubs' fault. <laughs> exactly. Everybody's going to say that's not your clubs' fault. Yeah. So I'm curious, what's your guys' background in this golf? How long you guys been playing? How often you guys play? I've been playing golf. Uh, you know. Since I was a kid, I, I started and, and I just, you know, went off and, and screwed around at the course and kind of learned the game. And then I kind of ditched it from 15 through 28 or something like that just because I was busy doing – I was playing music and doing all kinds of other stuff. But I got back to it and, um, I, you know, I went right back into it and really like – and that's the part of the game that I do like. I like that I don't – that I can't blame anybody else. When I played baseball, my pitcher sucked. My catcher was a piece of shit. Fucking my second baseman was there. a loser. Third <laughs> baseman was an asshole. You know, like everybody, that guy struck out. What a dork. Everyone except Basket me was good. Everybody except me was good. Um, and then <laughs> basketball is the same shit. You know what I mean? Like that jerk off missed the free throw and we lost the game. Pass the ball. Exactly. My quarterback was a piece yeah. of shit. There's always somebody to blame. In this thing, I just go. Dude, I you. I messed it up. Like I just I didn't do it. And and golf is this game where Fuck Hey, Benny. Benny. Turn that shit off. Can you turn that off for a second? <laughs> Benny's over here shaving. Are you sure it's a shaver? Yeah, he's that's a manscaper. That's a manscaper. <laughs> manscaper, you owe me twenty eight <laughs> bucks for that plug. Um, God, throw that thing away. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's the thing, you know, like you have only yourself to blame. And and in golf and every golfer, every single golfer, utters these words once in a while. I figured it out. You go, I figured it out. And you think <laughs> for a second, until you, you actually shot. go and try it, you think that you have figured out the game, you figured out what's wrong with you, you get out there and you go, holy shit, that wasn't it. <laughs> so like, there's always that glimpse of hope that's like, oh, that's what I was doing wrong. Like, Now I just fixed that, and I'm back. I'm back. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be great. And there's never a plateau of getting better. No, there's never you a plateau. You can always improve. Yeah, so that's what's so frustrating. Like, there's one day we're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm hitting my driver so good. It looks so beautiful. It feels amazing." But now my short game sucks. Yeah, or my short game is on fire. I'm hitting the green every time. I'm doing this. I'm doing that, and now I can't hit my driver. It to only save my comes life. together once in a blue moon. Everything comes together 
once. But even then, it's a, a game year. of mistakes, and exactly. it's just like who can make the least amount yeah, of mistakes. Who can minimize. Yeah, you're never going to play perfect. Ryan's been playing since he was in the womb, so you don't even want to get into that with him. He's yeah, a, I don't he's even understand really what you guys are talking about. <laughs> 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 Ryan just I usually play really good, and there. you know, every now and then I have a couple bad shots. See what Ryan does though, which is short good, is games really Ryan. Ryan fills out the scorecard before he plays, <laughs> so he already knows what he's going to shoot. He's like, today I'm going to shoot even. Part. Yeah. And then he'll go like, again, yep. he's like, Woo! yeah, three holes in. He goes, well, I was three under today. And then he turns in the card and he goes, well, what do you guys think about that? So it's a lot easier when you do that. Or like Patrick uh, Reed. It's, it's easy when you cheat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, have you guys ever caught anyone cheating when he plays with golf? Uh, just my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that, was, that didn't involve golf. No, I don't know. We don't, we don't play any – we don't play – like that you know what i mean like seriously enough i've never yeah i've never played in like that big a stake but i do have this i do have this thing where this guy proposed listen to this ryan this guy proposed that he wanted to play a five thousand dollar game with me (laughs) i don't know i don't know why i've seen him play and he's not great full 18 full 18 stroke play play or stroke stroke play play. play, and uh he wants to play for five thousand dollars and i think i can beat him I'm actually sure I can beat him, but hey, you're a good golfer. I just don't know about. I don't know what. I I, I would say take the bet if you if you do it match play because match play you can you can give putts or make them putt it and you can there's a little more strategy and shit talk. So a guy like Jeez, you would probably thrive more in a That's match nuts. play situation. Yeah, but uh, I also feel like you know this guy's able to blow up a hole and make a twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, oh yeah, the stroke play it is. Then, then it's over. And I don't know why. I th- honestly, I think he just wants to just hang. Like, I think he just wants to play a round of golf, but he wants to be like, oh, let's put some be competitive. Yeah, but like you five grand, five bro. Grand. Like five grand. Fuck? Wow. Put a under, put a round on. Uh, I don't know. So I say I, we call Showtime, the Zone. You know, HBO <laughs> yeah. make this a get Bruce against, Buffer you know, on the green. Get Oscar De La Hoya to that Golden Boy Golf. With his Sponsored high heels on and everything. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know, so we'll see. But Moose, Rocco, help the judge find his jackpot. Ryan, do you need to talk about your golfing history, or is that just redundant? I don't know. Fuck. I, you know, I, I, I was lucky enough. I Instagram. had some really cool grandparents, you know, and, and uh, we would spend our, our Thanksgivings and, and Easters out in the desert at their house. And um, as you know, my grandpa would just take me out and he, he made the kids go through some like clinics and shit. So we learned the, the etiquette. So we weren't out there being hoodlums, you know, and, and at the time everyone hated it, but man, I look back and, and that was just so important. Such a, such a huge thing. Um, cause it just really gave so, so many of us the, the foundation, you know, and, um, I think that's kind of lost now. Um, everyone, looks at golf like a sport um and the mechanics and the equipment and the and they're everyone's so fucking high strung and tight you know it's like there's a bunch of john McEnroe's out there now you know or <laughs> we're back in the day it wasn't like that etiquette was a big thing you know and um you know accepting a bad shot and 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 holding your temper in because you're you're it, it affects the the experience of the people around you you know and yeah um and and so i don't know I, i'm stoked i had that as a young kid probably about the same thing with jim i i got into my like um you know mid to late teens and was just like 
golf's lame you know i just want to surf <laughs> whatever you know i thought everything was lame um but I, I picked it up again and uh man i i've never looked back i i just for me you know i i've i have a, a big surfing background and surfing's a similar in a lot of ways because it's it's just you and and your experience in the element you know and um golf is 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 like that but you get to take turns you know or surfing you you could be best buds and on the beach and you go out there and you you, you just want to violently you know <laughs> rip rip off your closest friend you know <laughs> take, take his way but golf's not like that you know golf is like you know everyone has their turn and it's like you know and and uh so yeah, I, I, God, I don't know how long I've been playing. It, a really long time, but uh, playing really good, probably most of that time. <laughs> <laughs> so like the confidence. Before before we get back to the to the beer, I'm sure you've 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 answered this probably a million times. How did the whole uh, holy moly thing get get going? Holy moly um, just reached out to me. Uh, it was a little bit after I had opened this place, Tropicana, and they said we're doing a TV show about um, miniature golf. Did they mention Steph Curry? They didn't mention shit, bro. They said, <laughs> they said we're doing a show about miniature golf. You and knew we, it was ABC, right? I didn't know shit. Oh, okay. They called some weird email, called or sent me an email that says, we're doing a show about Holy Moly. I mean, we're doing a show called Holy Moly, and it's about miniature golf, extreme miniature golf. And I go... This is probably bullshit, you know, like, what am I going to no do? No one's ever going to watch there, that. There's no budget. It's probably on some Lifetime TV. I go, okay, I want $250 a day, right? Like, I, I'm thinking I'm big shot over here, $250 a day. <laughs> Where'd you come up with that number? I just thought, I thought if it was a little studio, I was going to blow them out of the water with $250 a day. If they would have said yes, you'd be like, fuck, they said yes too fast. <laughs> so, he, so they said, uh, no, we can't do it. I go, all right, fine. I'm over it. And they go, but you can win some money at the end. I go, I'm over it. I'm not doing it. Unless I get it per day, I'm not doing it. So the producer calls me up. Uh, super cool guy. I think he's like Australian or Norwegian or I don't know. He's got one of those weird accents. He calls Foreigner. Me. Yeah, he's a <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. He's a great guy. His name's Wes. He's, a, he's an awesome guy. So he called me. He goes, For, Foreigner. <laughs> he goes, listen, bro. I have a feeling that you can do well on this show. We need your personality on it. We've seen your tape. And, like, I submitted a tape or a Skype interview because I just thought I'd do it, just kind of investigate. He goes, we like your personality. We want you to do it. What's it going to take? And I was, you know, a big dick over here. I was like, I need $500 a day. I doubled it. And he goes, okay. I go, oh, shit, I'm getting $500 a day. And I didn't know anything about ABC or Steph Curry or anything until the day I got there. And we pulled up into this. It's shot in this canyon in Santa Clarita. It's this huge canyon. And this you guys were out there real late. Too. Yeah. You think you would have asked for more if? Oh, if I would have known, <laughs> fuck, I would have asked for five thousand a day. <laughs> I want to share in ABC. Bro, I got there and it was a it was a multi multi million dollar set. I mean, I'm talking like it looked like Disneyland. And I'm like, oh my god! I asked these guys for five hundred dollars. What an idiot! They know what they're doing, man. They're probably like, they're doing. Hey, you're the guy that asked for five hundred. Here you go. Yeah, that's exactly right. There, here's your five hundred, sir. I go, son of a bitch. I could have got at least five grand. <laughs> Check it out. Some guy asked for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so Did I got. You asked the there. other people like, "How much are you?" Well, the other people didn't get anything because they they were like just stoked to be there. There it is. I would have uh, been like, okay. "Fucking loser! I got five hundred right they were here." Stoked to be there, and I was like, "No, no, no! I've got to get something." So anyway, long story short, I got there. I saw the big production. I was like, "Oh my god, what a mistake I made!" And they're like, "You know, you can win uh, twenty five thousand dollars at the end of this." And I'm, I'm like, "You know, this is five hundred dollar bullshit." So that's it. That's how I got into it, and then I got there and. I thought it was kind of cheesy at first, and and I played the first night, and and then the second night I was like, you know what, this is bullshit. I'm not going to be out here at four o'clock. It was they shot from from nine p.m. to four a.m. They Jesus. shot overnight. It was freezing cold. So at about two a.m. on the second night, I said, I'm not going to lose this shit. I've already invested two nights into this shit. I'm freezing my ass off. I'm going to win. So. Um, I, I, that's it. From that moment on, I just said, I'm going to win this thing. And, and I just convinced myself and, and that was it. And it was a great, great, uh, I could see why they, why they wanted you. Cause you look at all the other people who, all the other contestants, I was just, I was watching the show and like, they were kind of flat, kind of boring. They're super like, boring. All buttoned up. And I brought my dad here. Like, fucking. <laughs> well, I brought my kids. And then so. that was perfect. You <laughs> just see a little girl running around. Yeah. It was it's just so perfect. Um, I think one of my favorite parts Matching jumpsuit Track suit bro Track suit My favorite part Was when uh, um, I forgot the first guy You were going up against But um, You did your handshake With your daughter Yeah And the fucking old man The the dad (laughs) for the other guy We have a handshake too (laughs) Yeah and I was like Wow Like you're trying you, to show up a two-year-old. Yeah, she's two, asshole. You're 222. <laughs> like, big deal. I'm proud of you. Uh, that, that, those, those guys were. You're right. And I'm not going to say and say, oh, those guys were cool. There was a lot of there was a lot of non-personalities on that show. There was like three guys that were cool. There was this dude with this big beard, and he was cool. Oh, he was cool. Everybody else was just kind of boring and like. I don't know. It's just like, dude, what are you doing out here? You know, we're shooting TV show. It's have a some TV fun. show. Have some fun, but also, you know, I'm just kind of cocky and arrogant in, in in life so i just took that there and they were yeah. these guys were ner- they were nervous because they were playing for money they were freezing because it was outside then they had my ass barking at them <laughs> yeah. and like I mean, top of the drill sergeant barking at like them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even that drill sergeant was like who is this guy bro? <laughs> and you chest bumped i chest bumped i said what's up now bitch and they cut that out <laughs> they cut it out <laughs> they cut it out because he was yelling at me he's like he was like, you know, you know, everything that drill sergeants do. You will not make this putt. You're a piece of shit, and this and the other. And then I drilled the putt, and I just ran up to him and I said, "What's up, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, it was just me just being a Dude, dick. But I encourage everyone good. to go watch that. Good. Shit was hilarious. Yeah. Season two or season one, episode two. Yeah, season one, episode Where's two. Where's the putter at? The putter is I at home in my closet. But if you see that up there, that's my uh, my yeah, championship. Yeah, putter was really nice. <laughs> That Odyssey three ball putter. Yeah. <laughs> and they really spray painted fucking, Yeah. yeah you they, think Steph Curry spray painted that thing himself? Oh, you know he's got nothing else to do. He's probably at home spray <laughs> yeah. painting. Are you going to do that show, Ryan? Did they hit you up? Ryan should do they, it. They did. Um, I was supposed to do it with you, but it was on the – they changed the dates and I couldn't do it. And they they asked me to do the next season. And so we're, we're – uh, I don't know, going through the process you're or whatever. In, you're in it talks. is. Ryan's you're in talks for five Just give a tip. <laughs> don't ask the, for five hundred. The, yeah. the the what's funny is is the uh, the lady like stalked my Instagram and hit me up and was just like, Oh my god, we love your wife. Like, how would you feel if she got on the show and you guys like went 
at each other or whatever. And I was like, fucking show me the money, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, Either way, hey, you, you, you got to play the odds. Yeah. You got two people I, in. In our interview, I was just like, oh, this is so cute that they want you to do the show too, babe. You know? <laughs> oh, this is cute. <laughs> you That's should tell funny, them the, the first know? day. You, the first day you get there, yeah. you should be like, listen, I'm going to fill out both 1099s. You, you send me the check either way, you know? <laughs> this is going home with me. No matter who wins, I get the check. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it real. I'm out. Oh, shit. That's what I told well, them the very first day that I got there. I said, um, they said, the very first interview, as soon as I got there, they said, so um, why do you think that you would win Holy Moly? And I said, just in a very normal way, I said, because only losers lose. <laughs> and they looked at me and they're like, uh, can you say that again? I go, no, just <laughs> just rewind the tape. You're, you're recording it. Yeah. That was fine. Next question. <laughs> These guys couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. What are they going to do against yeah. me? Yeah, man, so. that, that was that was awesome. Especially like, well, just spoiler: you ended up winning. Yeah, champion, bro. You're the champ. <laughs> Would you ever go back and do it again? Let's yeah, I'd do have... that shit tonight, bro. For twenty five grand, <laughs> are you kidding me? Isn't the next season going to have just the champions? No, the next show? season's going to have Ryan's going to be in it, and his wife are going to be in it. Uh, no, they're going to have a new cast, and I don't even know if they're going to do a Champions thing. I, I heard something like that that they were, but I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's what they're trying to do is like like a winner-take-all, end-of-the-season thing or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Know. I mean, I would definitely go back, and, and I'll probably go back. If Ryan does it, I'll go with Ryan and, and just kind of, you know, just be there and, and watch and, and show, show them the, the tricks of the trade coming from – the champ. Now maybe I'll wear. You know what I should do is you just go. I wear the fucking jacket. That's wear exactly jacket. what I do. I wear the jacket, take my own putter, and you just, could you could be my putting coach, dude, <laughs> with the jacket on. Uh, excuse me, we're taking a lesson right now. The yeah. whole time, the whole time, you could just be drinking a beer. Nineteen. There you go. And you got to teach him that dive underneath the windmill. The dive under dude, the windmill is classic. Was that. that was hilarious. <laughs> so there was a part where all right. So there's this huge dive, windmill, and you got to putt. All the way through the windmill, through a smaller uh, windmill, and then the hard part is that you have to run through the fucking windmill, and <laughs> the hard, the hard. This shit's not going slow. That shit was going pretty fast. It was right? fast. That shit looked fast. It was fast. I could see like you got close, and you could you could see in your face like, yeah. holy shit. I was a little nervous, like, and I was twenty pounds heavier at that point. I was a little nervous, and it was four a.m. and I was freezing. And you dove head first for anatomy fitness. Yeah. That was awesome. It's what, day 71 right now? Tomorrow, 71. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good experience. And, th and then that's where all this comes from is tying it all together. Golf, 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 golf. And if you surround yourself with something long enough and you believe in it, you know, it'll happen. So that's what, that's what we're So we're at. for the plan when it comes to the beer, back to the beer, um, you're, are you trying to shop this to as many uh, you know brewers as possible and then – they make their own version of beer 19 or how does that work um yeah not as many i think that we want a select group of breweries we don't want to just give it to any dick jane and joe brewery we want people that have quality that have a good product that have a good following but need a golf population influx you know, they need some support from their local golf community, and that's what this is going to do. This is going to bring in golfers from the area that have never heard of their brewery. They're going to come in and go, you know, we got this Beer 19 on the wherever we saw it, or we saw it, 
Uh, we want to buy it here. And then once they're in there, then they become fans of the brewery. You know, that they would have maybe never even have gone to that brewery. But now they're there and now they're familiar with it. So it's a good ch- it's a good way for breweries to get their name out to a golf community, which is a heavy it's that's their demographic. Twenty five to fifty five year old males that drink beer. That's the golf course. So it's tying in these two worlds that are perfect for each other. And yeah. And the goal is to get it nationwide so that every state has a brewery or two breweries or three that brew their version it's not going to be that that that's arrow lodge arrow lodge is yeah. the og that's going to be their version everybody else we're going to take it and we're going to go listen we want you to make an ipa or we want you to make a lager or we want you to make it a blonde whatever but make your version of it that's what's going to be cool is that if let's just say Maybe here in one county you have a certain version of B19. Yeah. Yep. People are going to want to go and drive to the next county, drive to the next. So let's say they're going and they're golfing out in Arizona and there's yeah. a new version of yeah. Beer 19. 100%. There's maybe a hazy IPA of yeah. Beer 19. Oh, yeah. I got to try that. Yep. So what's cool is that now not only is it a beer that you can drink, now it's turning into a collector's item. Cool. I like that. I like yeah. that. And, 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 and with that, we've brought in now a family a family of golfers and a family of breweries because no matter what the people the brewery in Arizona and the brewery in 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 South Carolina are now somehow some way partners connected so everybody's included in this and we've made down this one huge family that's bringing in golf and beer and and you the consumer are now part of this because you have the Aero Lodge IPA and then the people from Texas have the lager, whatever the hell they have, and then yeah. you know everybody has their own little niche. I could see, I I could see this. It, it, like I said earlier, it's a win-win for everybody because let's just say I'm a brewer from LA, and there's another brewer in uh, let's just say Florida, for example. I can market this and say, you know what, I'm going to send you my version of beer 19 you send me your version of beer 19 yeah. now we're switching it over where your your yeah. customers yeah. are going to get have yeah. the same beer 19 from different breweries exactly that's, that's now you have you, different versions of beer 19 yeah. all in that's a, that's the thing jimmy told me i don't know a couple months ago when we were playing golf wherever we were playing poly san Dimas, but it's not having it in multiple breweries it's having it in as many golf courses as possible yeah and having it in all those bars and you can have it dead center in the mm-hmm. row of beers and someone's going to see it and say, hey, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'm going to try that. It's great. I want, I want, I want people just, just to try it. And if you're, this is, you guys are a local podcast and you probably have a local and you probably have people that golf. So Aero Lodge has it for sale and it's not going to have it. They're, they're, we released it a month ago. We released about 11,000 cans a month ago and they're down to about 4,000 cans. Dang. So it's selling pretty fast. So, before your next round this weekend, I don't know when you're going to put this out, but whatever, is whenever, that, whenever is you're going to go play. the first run or is it the second run that they did the 11,000? Uh, the first run was 10,000 and then just now they did 11,000. 11, so they've nice. done 20,000 cans. Nice. But before your round this weekend, go, go pick up a six pack or buy a 12 pack and give some to your friends and go try it. See how you feel drinking six beers instead of, like Ryan said, 45 Coors Lights. You only have to drink six, and they're good. They stay cold, they taste you know, better. and they mm. taste better. And you're drinking like an actual beer, and not like some water you watered more down. Connected yeah. to the yeah. golf, too. So go pick the some golfer's up. choice, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, pick some up before your next round. Try it out. See what you think. And uh, you guys gotta get you guys gotta get your logos on the can too. No, no, no. This is this is a whole different no, thing. Beer nineteen is beer nineteen, and 
and that's it. And if you want to see a picture of the can, at the Beer 19 on Instagram. Definitely. And we'll post all that stuff and tag you in it. Um, real quick, just uh, about since we're sitting here at your barbershop, yeah. how did how did that come about before we... This was just another that? idea that came to me, too. And, and this was all about a passion type thing. Like, I never wanted to do this as a kid. I never thought. I said, you know, I'm 35 years old. I want to do something different. Uh, where would I hang out? Uh, I like the barbershop because the barbershop is just big from when I grew up. I used to hang out in barbershops with my grandpa, be there every Saturday. I liked the atmosphere of guys talking about things that I didn't even understand because I was It's another five. tradition that's gone. Exactly. An American, it's, an, it, it's just, it's great. It's a great place. And, and the golf course. So I kind of put the two worlds together and I said, you know, we could, we could do this because guys would like this they would like to hang out here and and that's what we want we want this to be a place where you come you can get a haircut you can get new clothes and you can do that too or you can just come here and sit, sit here all day and sit here all day and drink beer and if you see we don't have any tvs where people come in here and just aimlessly look at the tv and don't we like to have conversations we got benny and jesse and roman in here and they talk to everybody and there's conversations going the whole time there's music playing but there's also conversation and you get to know people from your community and and people that are not from your community that are just here visiting and they just come to see this place and that you you find out about them you know what are you doing here what do you like what do you don't like that's me i mean i don't live anywhere near right right how did you guys end up you know how did you and louis end up uh Instagram. you know oh okay yeah it's all an instagram thing which is fine it's cool yeah. it's, it's a way to bring people together that have common interests you know, so it's very important. So this is a place where everybody comes and just hangs out, and you don't even have to get a haircut. You just come in here and sit in here and drink beer and take a couple swings at the yeah, hit some balls on the simulator, and and have a couple have beers. Jimmy and you the entire time. <laughs> Benny will eventually hey, what, get you to sell some. Hey Jim, what's what's that uh, hole in one pot up to in there? Uh, sixty-five, sixty-nine thousand dollars. No, it's a it's a six hundred dollar pot I think right Jesse now. Jesse and Chris I, might have to both take their shots at that. I think people got a little. Um, I, get, I think people are a little scared of it because they're. Oh, it's kind of yeah. It's, it's it's. But we'll uh, get it back going again. It's it's yeah, yeah. it's ten bucks, ten bucks for ten minutes. As many balls as you can hit, and if you hit a hole in one, you, you win the pot. The pot. You the and pot. if you don't, you leave your ten bucks in the pot. Big deal. Somebody's going to come in here one day and spend fifty bucks and win the pot. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take fifty bucks. It's going to take you an hour to make it. So. If you, what's the closest, Benny? What's the closest? Three inches, right, Benny? Three inches. Benny says it's Car- three Carrie, says three did Carrie do it? Or was it Carrie? Of course. Yeah, three inches from a hole in one. Fuck. Yeah, three inches from the cup. But somebody's going to get it. Somebody's going to get it very quick. It's like one of those progressive slot machines in Vegas that you see the number going up and then some old lady. The machine's just going to say fuck it at some point. And then, all right, this guy's going to get a hole in one. Yeah. No, you got to hit a good shot. I mean, those things are not very... You know, easy to make. There, that's a hole in one is is a big accomplishment. Have you ever hit, have you ever hit one? No, I don't. I, I've never even come close to one. Have you, Louis? No, I've come close. I've come like four inches. Ryan has probably Ra- eleven. I was to say, Ryan, like have you gotten any? And since then, I haven't I, gotten close. Actually. I have three. But, Ryan would um, have three. Three. I had I nine. had two. I had two last year within thirty days of each other. Jeez. I thought Steve did that. No, that was me. Ryan, then, do you have one at San Clemente? No, I've freaking that same. La- so last year when I, 
I went on like a fucking par three rape fest. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but I was pillaging par threes. And, uh, I had, I had that one dinger. And then like a month later at my club out in the desert, I had one with Steve. And we came back two days later. I put one on the, like on the hole that rattled against the pin and came out like one inch at San Clemente. And I was like, Holy shit. Something, something's weird, dude. And then like literally I had all these close calls and I kept telling Steve, I was like, dude, I'm going to get like, I'm going to get like three more this year, dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and uh, Steve obviously have I have it. And I think I'm probably never going to get another one again now. Yeah, they're so, overrated, you know? bro. But uh, it, you know, they're, they're weird. They're, you, you think, you know, when I never thought I'd get one, and, and everyone thinks that until you get your first one, and then when you find when it finally happens, you're just like, "Wow, this is crazy!" But then all of a sudden, you hear these stories of like some fucking idiot or like this this dude's wife or a buddy of yours who's like a yeah, construction guy who just plays once a year. He's like, "Dude, I got a home one. It fucking like I topped it. And it rolled down the car yeah, path. Some ridiculous. Fucking rolled in the squirrel's mouth, you know. And you're just like, <laughs> well, that really makes mine feel a little shittier. There was you know? a guy. There was a guy on that Holy Moly show that had. His whole thing of the reason he was on the show, he has a hole in one in every state. I remember that's, seeing that guy. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that guy's full they of were shit. interviewing him, and like I was kind of sitting in the room, and he was like, Yeah, I, I made one in this city, in this city, in this city. And then I, at the end, I was like, Oh, that was cool. Big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah. You know? Who cares? Yeah. So. My dad was an astronaut too, dude. <laughs> yeah, I have one on the moon. I just hope you didn't yeah. jump around like Tony Finau and just snap your fucking ankle. Your <laughs> no, my my first one was sick. We we were in uh in Palm Springs for a bachelor party. My buddy Jason was getting married, and we rented a house, and there was eight of us, so we had two foursomes. That was the whole the whole idea behind it, you know. And, so we're playing and, and it's stacked up. We're on the 17th um, hole uh, to Keats uh, Legends course. And it's like their signature hole. It's over water. There's like flower beds, pretty much an island green. Um, it's like 138 yards or some shit like that. And so we're up there and, you know, the both groups are backed up on the hole. So all seven guys are behind me, you know, and I flushed this wedge right at it and it went, flew the hole and um, spun back and it just was trickling, trickling, trickling. And it finally disappeared. And I kid you not, the moment that ball dis disappeared, I disintegrated by seven guys just fucking <laughs> dogpiling me, you know, and, and there's these people walking their dogs on the side, looking like, what the fuck is going on here? You know? And it was just such a huge celebration. Cause it was such a shit show weekend with the boys that like, and then so we finish up and we, we come in and I tee off on the next hole with that ball and I sprayed it right and almost lost it. My buddy, my, my buddy Parker goes, put that ball in your fucking bag, dude, you know? And I was like, Jesus, I didn't even think about that. You know? Just hit it LB, so, who cares? So we come we come into the fucking clubhouse when it's all done and Parker, he, he fucking played this joke on me or I, I don't know if it was a joke, but it ended up being a joke. And he's just like, yeah, go in there and tell the guy and show him the ball and Titleist does this thing where like they'll send you a plaque and they do all this stuff. You just got to go through the pro shop or whatever. So I go in there and I'm just like, yeah, I tell him this whole spiel. And the guy's like, 
You're ready, Post. Yo, where should I post to get my picture taken? They're going, nowhere, asshole. Get out of here. So I go go to meet up with the rest of the guys there in the grill room, and I go in there, and and this course has two 18s, you know? So I guess on the other um, side that day, there was a men's league tournament, like a shotgun. So I go in, we go in the fucking grill room and the whole thing, you get a whole run, you got to buy a round of drinks, you know, I step one foot in there and I look, and there's 200 fucking people in there, you know, <laughs> and, and I just look at my buddies and I was just like, fuck you. And I just turned around and I just j- beeline to the fucking car, dude, peeled out, drove home, fucking got in the shower and stuff. And everyone finally got home and like, what the fuck? And I was like. Listen, motherfucker, we, we can go out to dinner and I'll buy you guys fucking dinner. Yeah. What I'm not going to do is max out my credit card for a bunch of fags, you know? <laughs> just not doing it. It's 45 Bud Lights, pal. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was something else, dude. But um, that So that was my first one. and I figured that was as good as it's ever going to get. So I, I don't even care if I get another one. But then, God damn it, if, if it isn't something else to see that ball go in, it's just a crazy feeling, yeah, it's pretty man. Tight. I've only seen one. I'm, actually, I've seen two. And it, it yeah. is pretty cool to see, you know, it's, it's, it's something. And I, you know, you know, what's great about home ones is, you know, you could be playing uh, your buddy or, or, um, a foe even, you know, and, and, you know, deep down inside you like rooting against them and you'll talk a little <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're like, Oh, I hope he's shanked this shit up. Yeah. Like in the back of your head, you know, but man, I'll tell you what you could be, whether it's a stranger or your worst enemy or whoever, Everyone, when they see it go in, is legitimately, genuinely stoked for you. Yeah, they're you excited. Know? And, it's cool to see. I, it's an awesome experience. You know, yeah, I, everyone that I've been around of someone else's, I mean, I was just as happy as they were getting it. You know, it's just like, it's such a special moment. It's fun, you know, and because um, golf is fucked, man. It's hard, you know, and, <laughs> and fuck, when you get the small victories, you're like, God damn it. You know, this is, I'm, I'm on fire, dude. You right, know? right. So then you it's double great. Bogey the next hole. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. double triple. Yeah. yeah, right on. All right, so before we end, I'm just curious. I know we have a lot of listeners who probably don't even don't play golf. We obviously have some listeners who do, but uh, if you're trying to encourage someone maybe to try it out, what would you what would you guys tell them? Um, I would tell them that they're going to be really shitty for the first ten times they go. Don't take it to heart. And and try not to like be good at it. Just try to have suck. Yeah. You're not gonna do well. You're not gonna be as good as everybody else. And the number one thing that I see is people swing as hard as they can. Oh yeah, they swing out of their shoes. Try to hit it a hundred yards, if that. Don't swing as hard as you can. It's not gonna go well. Yeah. It it it's a drinking game. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. Would you would you go to the bar and throw darts and like stand behind it and get all serious and squint one eye and fucking stretch and you know and fucking like hey hey, get out of the way dude everybody be quiet you know or fucking like hey turn that jukebox off or or miss it and be like fuck man this is bullshit you know it's like no dude you're gonna hold a beer in your hand you're gonna throw darts when you fuck up you're gonna laugh when you do good you're gonna be stoked it's it's a fucking game dude it's not a sport 
You're not putting a singlet on. You're not putting a jock strap on. <laughs> you don't need running shoes. You just you you put on a nice outfit so you don't look like an asshole you're, when you're, you're done when you go to yourself. Chili's for dinner, you know, and 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 <laughs> and you just go fucking enjoy yourself. That that's what it's all about. It's like like I said before, these guys work their asses off, spending millions of dollars making this big, huge park perfect for you to go slap a little white ball around yeah. think about that for a second you know or to take you got a big five chunk hours out of it with out. your buddies yeah. yeah you got five hours with your buddies away from your shitty job and mowing the lawn at home and whatever god's whatever you got to do you're out there doing it crack a beer 19 and soak it up dude because we're not here for a long time so we might as well be here for a good time wow dude. look at you this guy's got all the he's got all the slogans man. Right it's the golfer's deep. choice <laughs> <laughs> whose choice is it ryan the golfer's choice <laughs> i'm gonna cut that up just so that per- that perfect that's perfect oh, guys when, when are the when's the podcast coming out man you guys gotta have your own we're talking about this about podcast. No, oh, no, no, no. Well, you got, if, you, guys, if you guys can help us sell some beers, we can buy some equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Get that started too. Yeah. Hey Ryan, you want to start I a might podcast? Do Twenty dollar nation sale, dude. I might, <laughs> I might fucking just take five more years off my. What life. if we started a podcast called The Golfer's Choice and didn't talk about anything to do with golf? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just plug beer nineteen the whole time. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Oh, all right. So I think that's a that's a good way to to wrap it up. But uh, I was gonna say last. Uh, are there anything you guys want to mention, or where can people uh, find you, and where can people uh, so follow you on Instagram? I want people. I want people to check out the beer. I want you to just. I want you to see the can. Even if you don't go, I don't want you to buy anything. I want you to just go look. I want you to go look at the art on this can. That's what got us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's all I want you to yeah. see. And and you go to Instagram and you go to the beer nineteen. And I want you to just go look at that can. If that can is not the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life, then uh, then you know fuck you. You're got, dead inside. We got I got something else for you to look at that you might like. <laughs> yeah. And then if you like that, then take another step. Go to Arrow Lodge here in Covina and 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 pick up like I said a six pack or twelve pack. You don't need a lot of beers because it's going to do. You can also order it online. You can order it online on, on Arrow Lodge's website. Big. But just get a few and and try them out. See what you think. It's like what nineteen bucks, twenty bucks for a six. I don't know, bro. That's, like those that. are just numbers. But take a six pack. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And go about. play golf, and drink the Stop. beer nineteen. Go, while go, you're... go online. Go online. All the viewers at home, go go online when you're done here, and uh, log in and join our facts list on our MySpace page. <laughs> and we'll put uh, you as our top us. friends. Yeah. We have a we have a uh, a blogger account, um, and you know it, it's uh, it's it's really up to date. I think when was the last time we blogged, Jim? Uh, Nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Sweet. So you guys are due for another one. No, no, we're yeah. gonna leave. It was a really good one. We're gonna leave it like that. <laughs> and if you want to get really personal, you can slide into my Venmo DMs. You know, yeah, <laughs> tell me Venmo how you really me. feel. Venmo Ingle Nation. Uh, I'll take I'll take anything. Fifty cents. Fuck I got a, have it, I got a buddy who just made a brand new business card, and uh, on the business card is his name, his Venmo name, and then in the right corner it says "We'll call you." <laughs> <laughs> no phone number. No phone number. No address. Doesn't say what he does. Just hands that out. And if you want to, yeah. And we don't take requests either on the Venmo. You know, we only accept. We don't deny. Oh. We don't. Uh, we're not sending anything. 
So yeah, Arrow Lodge and but like I said, first before you do anything, go to Instagram, the beer nineteen. Look at the can. Tell me what you think. And uh and then take some steps from there. But I think yeah. that this is gonna be a movement and um we welcome everybody from all over to join the club. So with that being said, remember beer nineteen. Don't forget to get the yourself beer the beer nineteen. Don't forget to get yourself a can or a case because like, uh, like if you guys Jesse said, Jesse likes it. You'll like it. Exactly. <laughs> like not it. an IPA man. Is picky as shit. Yep. Like you guys said, it's the golfer's choice. I think we need to hear it. Ryan, whose yeah. choice is it? End it on this one. There you the go. The golfer's choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, All right Mr. Angle. We'll see you later, pal. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>